coming down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds it is B hyphen handsome Bane the WrestleCast Power enough to go oh he really wanted to also fuck his daughter didn't he so yeah. bad man god brooke is so fucking hot brother I, oh damn i'm sorry i watched way too much hogan knows best before i knew he was a racist so i'm very familiar with that narrative uh, i saw him apply um uh sun sun suntan lotion or whatever it was to her and i said oh oh we're good we're we are not watching you the Red Sox just took the lead. Well, all right. No. For anybody in the future who's listening to Dark Matches 2, the Red Sox just took the lead. Absolutely. On go. the way to a possible World Series championship. Don't say that yet. That's much too early. I know. I know. But if it's on there, when we do Dark Matches later, I'm going to sound like a freaking genius. So. Um. Uh, what else did we see? Oh, um, I saw, is it Seven? Is that what he's called? Ooh, uh, buddy. Ooh. The the weird pseudo-Dustin much... Rhodes yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that was like, you know, we should make him a child molester. Uh, yeah. We should just make him a child molester. Well, he was a gay before, right? Or at least like a gay pastiche. He was a Liberace pastiche. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, you know, we're in Atlanta. We have very limited, very skinny views on, uh, on you know, things. The gays. So, on the gays. Mm -hmm. You were a gay, right, Dustin? <laughs> no. Well, if you could be a gay, you could be a child molester. That's the way we see it. Like, uh, guys, guys, this is a bad idea. All around, yes, terrible. Um, I also have seen several of the best WCW uh fails, and I'm a big fan of all the times they tried to drop blood on that one guy and it missed. <laughs> That's which, another which good one, I believe, is every time, yeah, every single time they, they were not having very good aiming skills that night it was a big old mess uh i also had to do a couple deep dives on um like characters that have recent uh, characters wrestlers that have recently popped up in aew stuff because i acknowledge that they have like a whole ass history that i don't know oh uh, such as uh adam cole baby um hey. because beyond that i was Ooh. like ah yes a uh, boyfriend of Britt baker <laughs> Right. Um, that, that was the extent of my knowledge there. The accused that Britt Baker was backstage having sex with by Ruby Soho. Yes. Aww. And you know, I, I'm, I might get I'm, to meet them in a couple of weeks. I have a press pass for Rhode Island Comic Con, and yes. I'm available at the time of their press junket. Um, if you record anything, we would air it on the Wrestlecast. Special uh, correspondent Cat Chinetti. Spoke with reporter, Kit Ace Kat reporter, Kat Chinetti on the scene. Kit Kat Chinetti, Kit Kat Kitteridge uh, on the scene. Um, yeah, 
I, I mostly just want to be though, like, hey, talk talk to me about Sega Dreamcast, please. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys Cole? ever play video games together? <laughs> Who's this dork? He'd say uh, it, but then he'd be totally playing. He'd be joking. Hey, hey, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, please stop terrorizing the support of Formlabs by refusing to upgrade. Do you want the friends and family discount? Will that make a difference? I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, when he uh, when he left Up, Up, Down, Down, because he has to, um, the the video that they put together for, Oops. you know, for his life. Uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't do well with that. Oh, it was um, rough. Well, that was a part of the reason I don't know if you guys ever listened to like Chris Bambolet or anyone like that. Mm-hmm. Um but he did a an Adam Cole interview fairly recently and he's like that's a huge part of the reason I chose AEW. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's streaming. Because, well, he's like cuz I wanted to be able to like own the rights to the things I do in my free time. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Yep. Because like, they it, like did I don't know if you've seen any of the uh Uno game footage. But like that was something that they started just at the beginning of the pandemic that, you know, to to, to entertain themselves. And then they were mm-hmm. like, oh, we should just, of course, because we play video games and everything else, it's a game that we're playing. We might as well go ahead and show that to everybody. And that became huge. Like they got their yeah. own Uno deck and, you know, it spawned uh, a, like a T-shirt line and all that. Like, yeah so much stuff and it was like and they couldn't make money that. off any of it right well I, I noticed also that like bianca belair has stopped streaming regularly like she was trying to start that for a while mm-hmm. um and like i know that was part of the reason that like miro left as well yeah i gotta get my taste yeah um Give me i don't my know taste. if you guys ever let me wet my beak it's like, uh <laughs> miro uh a long time ago, he did um, uh, Super Yoshi Super Yarn Adventures or whatever mm-hmm. the new like Yoshi thing is, yeah. and it was so fucking endearing. I was watching all of them on streaming, like right. They're all great. Yeah, I was. I would watch. They're all really great. Um, I can't think of a wrestling name. I'd, I'd watch Mia Yim on there, and mm-hmm. or is that a wrestling name? E. Um, I'm thinking. May I'm just getting her confused. Um, Keith Keith no, Lee's fiance. Yeah, um, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So I watched yeah, her, her. I watched Charlie, um, who's Dakota. Yeah, Kai. the BRE. Yeah, the BRE. Best roommates ever. Um, I I still follow Adam Cole, man, and Adam Cole in there. Yo. Cole is my guy. He is the sweetest dude, I love man. Cole. He's he's just playing he's Halo. So, he's such He'll a sweet dude. He'll sit down the controller. He gets on, and if you're familiar with Switch, it'll like um it'll do a hype train, and people can donate and buy and kind of. Uh, you know, kind of build, hype up the streamer, send money to the streamer. He'll get on there and they'll do the hype train and he's just all smiles and then he'll be playing Halo and stuff and and then um, Prince Pretty will be on there with him too now, um, hanging out because um, he didn't work for WWE. He's still on Up, Up, Down, Down though. And, you know, and then he'll just sit the controller down and be like, I just love you guys, man. And he'll, be like, he'll just sit there and read the comments. He's like, he's like, man, what a red hat, man. Thank you so much for the 100 bits, man. I mean so much. He's like, oh, you want me to put my hair down? All right, I'll put my hair down. And he puts his hair down. He's like, I haven't, I haven't washed it, man. Last night was a little crazy because normally he'll stream Thursday after Dynamite. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and he's just, he's just so nice. He's like, I just love you guys. Yeah. And he'll do that for like 40 minutes and like won't even play the game. And you're like, oh, I guess I should play Halo, huh? And he'll get no, back to it's, Halo. 
it, the thing that that is and this is probably going to sound really weird is that like i was getting very tired like i was not even loving to hate the elite anymore mm-hmm. i was just finding them very grating yeah yeah and him coming back made me like them so much more mm-hmm. because it, it's a very different dynamic now yeah and i i appreciate that dynamic in a way that like like it's it's frankly because i was like if i see the fucking one young bucks one more goddamn the bucks, t- are, the bucks do annoy me um i've it's tried gotten so bad I really tried me. with the bucks but i actually um, i like I get, them a lot on being the elite mm-hmm. when they're just like being goofballs <laughs> But whenever they walk out, like on the show, like on and the music starts, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, and it's not like, oh, I love to hate these guys. It's like, go no, away, just, heat. They make me itchy. That's how I feel it's, about Cody now on there, honestly. Yeah. Cody, has Cody officially turned heel or is he just still trying to? He's he's starting. They yeah, just okay. accused him of going to Hollywood and he basically told Arn Anderson to eat shit. Uh, and remember, kids, Arn spelled backwards is NRA. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Oh, yeah. Didn't know. he just, did, didn't did, he just threaten did, to shoot him in the head anyway? Well, he, he <laughs> told Cody that if a guy came up to him and asked him for directions, Cody's gone too soft and too Hollywood, he would say yes, but Arn would just take the gun out of the glove compartment and shoot him in the head. Yo. <laughs> Arn, uh, we had a thing. Uh, uh, Nav had posted that thing. I don't know if you saw it in the, um, you're in like both wrestling groups, right? Hyphen? Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah, yeah. Where he's we put up the uh, the Arn Anderson with the gun picture. Yes. And we were all making up nicknames for Arn Anderson. We called him Armed Anderson, Arn Blammerson. My Arn. my understanding is that the subgenre of the meme is called Armed Anderson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like... But it's like you know, remember kids, Arn spelled backwards is N R A. Uh, Arn Arn Can Canerson. I'm officially some, some Arn Blammerson for the rest of this pod. Arn <laughs> Just made it I... Zoom official. Uh, yes, so Cody's about to turn heel because it's pretty fucking obvious, and you know it's bad when people like uh, like Malachi Black, whose whole thing is supposed to be like unlikable, significantly more than you, except mm. in Florida, where all the racists live. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I watched the Roads to the Top, the premiere episode, and both him and Brandy were getting on my last nerve. <laughs> I I still like Brandy. I, like I don't Brandy know why. I I haven't. He didn't been do her any Rhodes. favors in her portrayal in the show. I haven't been watching Roads to the Top because I don't have cable. Okay. But I You're feel like much. it's more. They're trying to further the kayfabe in a way. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they are marketing it as real, and it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's it's very it's my understanding entwined with the with the product with the A A W product. Because yeah. like I really like shot of Brandy. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's just them like dicking around, right? And like even right. on the episode that um, Cody was on, like I didn't think Cody like came off great. Like he he really reminds me of the guys who would make fun of me in like middle and high school. Mm. Um, even Losers. though we have enough like interests in common that I think we'd probably actually get along. Um, it's some really good stuff with um, if you want to see likable Cody. 
there's um one thing that he does as Stardust where he stays in character the entire time on up up down down and he just keeps running down random things about Star Wars. <laughs> it's great. It's amazing. I, I feel like if so he long. and I like sat down and had a beer, mm-hmm. like we would probably be like weirdly friends for life. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't be weird. Every it time be he, weird. every time he gets in the ring, I'm like, "Oh, here's Homelander again." Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not questioning Cody the person. It's definitely the character that I'm not feeling at this point. And I was all yeah. on the Cody Rhodes boat. Like- In the same way that, like, they kind of, you could tell they were scrambling when Adam Page, like, wanted to go be with his wife when she had the baby. Mm-hmm. And they clearly had to fill time for a while. Oh, okay. Like, I think they had to do a similar scramble with him. And they just kind of grabbed the first thing that kind of fit. Sure. And they accidentally, like, basically made him into Homelander. Which yeah, yeah. was it, it. hilarious yeah. because he premiered in that outfit like right before his wife was about to have the baby and they start breastfeeding. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> he can't not know. Hey, man, he got Rosario yeah. Dawson in his corner, though. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I did see her. There. Yeah. And, uh, I was telling Nicole. I'm not a huge fan of hers anymore after that whole beating up the trans housekeeper thing that yeah yeah, got dropped yeah it's like i'm glad these lies and allegations are over i'm like "Mm." uh yeah the issue is that like i've heard a lot of things about her like i won't even say not being very nice i will say being actively rude especially to like visibly queer folks woof not a good Um, look oh shit oh shit (laughs) And, and I'm going to add shit news. I'm going to add the allegedly because I also like, I don't know what she's going through. I don't know if that's like people just yeah. felt slighted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guys. Don't so make add... your problems other people's problems, guys. Don't do that. That's but gross. also, I feel like there's a very gracious way that you can tell somebody to go fuck themselves, like <laughs> as a celebrity. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There 100% is. Have you guys been looking on watching, uh, watching Twitter? Uh, where people have said the uh, the meanest celebrity you've ever met, the nicest celebrity you've ever met. No, I did That's, not. See that was any like of those. A, a thread going on. Oh lord. Um, Hillbilly Jim, Hillbilly Jim was cool. Oh, Hacksaw was cool. Mm-hmm. Hillbilly Jim, as we were waiting in line to sign Hacksaw Jim, get our signature from Hacksaw Jim Duggan, or get a picture with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he comes up and he grabs Ray by the shoulders, violently as hell, just from behind. Now, Hillbilly Jim is all of six foot eight, right? <laughs> and 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 big country strong. He comes and grabs Ray by the shoulders hard as hell and shakes him. He's like, everybody's waiting on old hacksaw, huh? And he's like, oh shit, Hillbilly Jim. Why? Hi. <laughs> nigga, like, damn, nigga. But he's fucking huge, just massive dude just coming and grabbing Ray by the shoulders. But he was he was mad cool. Um Wrestlers tend to be, I think. I agree. Wrestlers are among the best in the world. Lou, Lou Ferrigno was really nice to me when I met him. He seems like he would be. Uh, Lou, big, sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. I was, I was waiting in line to actually meet someone at the table next to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I smiled at something someone said. And, and he just goes, you got a beautiful smile. <laughs> oh, Hawk. Oh, <laughs> oh. Wait, I think well somebody uh, who was Xavier Woods talked about. Um, he saw he saw Lou Ferrigno at a Comic Con too. He's like, um, "Hey kid, you got a great body." 
and he's just like, hey, thanks. And then, like, he tried to talk to him later about something, and he, like, Lou, like, big-leagued him. Lou <laughs> <So laughs> be giving compliments to people when they ain't expected it, then he don't want to talk to you later. I, I, I respect that. so funny, I respect dog. that. Leave with the compliment, and then, then you can kind of side. a great body. Kind of push him away later, like, ah, you know. What a great body, you fucking loser. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. That's exactly um, how it's done. Well, shit, I mean, we're at super mid-pod right now. Yeah, I mean, um, we're we're in form right now. So it, man. Um, um catch catch Nettie's here, in case y'all ain't know already. Welcome hey, to the Rasselcast. Thank you for having me back. I was afraid I made a fool later. of myself the last time. No, you, no, you were great. You were no. absolutely great. Your episode really gave us some um uh diversity as far as like you know how, as far as the episodes go not everybody has that i'm glad that not everybody has the same story and mm-hmm. i don't need everybody to be a goddamn pro wrestling scholar because we all people think we we, we all think we know too damn much anyway and we yeah don't shit. yeah and, and that's something i've been shit. trying to get away from um honestly as a fan especially to get me back into wrestling on a regular basis because i i watched xt 2.0 the first time Guys, uh, I watched it for the, the first time the other night, and I and I've really just been I haven't been reading no uh, dirt sheets or nothing, and I've just been reading the comments that I see on social media, and they ain't even letting them finish a promo before they're hitting the next wrestler's music on the show, like uh, yeah, Toxic Attraction. Mandy Rose like I'm gonna be the next NXT Women's Champion, and it's blah, like blah, 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 blah. right, it's very WWE, right in that sense. They didn't even I... let it. Sit sit there and then it's like here comes this next person coming out and the girls are walking around the dude and and yeah that's very wwe stomped all over him man like any momentum that little faction's getting they so yeah i i have been discovering first of all i'm i'm now just like i watch dynamite every week like that's what i do on thursday mornings if work is slow is you know we watch we watch dynamite um, love it and saturday morning when i'm getting ready for whatever we're doing during the day we watch rampage um <laughs> we got a little rotation going um but i have really enjoyed investing in the minutiae surrounding all of this mm-hmm. oh, oh hey cap um <laughs> but i have been like I started watching Evil Uno's vlog. I've started watching be, uh, Being the Elite or Behind the Elite or whatever the fuck they're calling it now. Being, uh, whatever. BTE. Uh, even though, like, I, I, I don't know. I get some ethical concerns about the Young Bucks, but that's fine. <laughs> they, I, Free your they, mind. they said some things in AMA a couple years ago, and, like, I hope they, they've, broadened their worldview slightly since then. I think I remember hearing reading that a few years back but it, it's it's been a while but yeah nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> yo okay it, uh, if it helps it wasn't that kind of worldview that does help that <laughs> it does was help. more more towards the Rosario Dawson side of things I guess oh the um, Dave Chappelle of it all is that where we're at now I yes, but I imagine that they they must have grown and changed because they have supported like aggressively out wrestlers yeah. since mm-hmm. then. Well, good. Every yeah. everybody's allowed to grow. You, you know when you meet 
one person who is uh you know somebody that you think oh i will never be friends with that kind of oh wait okay they're just people you're too cool. okay i guess you are cool you're one of the good ones yes but then then the <laughs> one of the good company. ones is like what if we're all the good ones and you're just being an asshole like the goal is to 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 grease that wheel yeah, a little bit not I guess. everybody's the good ones I think that's. I think if we're accepting of everybody not having to be one of the good ones, but you know, you, you know, the the true measure of humanity is not loving, you know, people because they're fantastic. It's just like being able to accept people, uh, all people, uh, when they're being an asshole. You know, like I don't dislike you because you are. Uh, a, a guy gal or a non-binary pal i just don't like you because you're shitty you know <laughs> you're a shitty person There's and that's a, fine you know a really great line and i think it's muppets take manhattan oh classic um, oh this is and the, all of them are great lines in muppets take manhattan oh, it's I um i can't remember what the guy does i feel like he works at he's in like a restaurant or a, a shop or something uh -huh, uh -huh. and he, he says to kermit like you have to remember that people's is people's Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that when they're is. working at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the restaurant. Yeah, and God, like, Kermit was getting it from the mud and that shit. No, he was talking Kermit about was, talking about bootstraps. Kermit was on his grind yes, on the Muppets Take Manhattan. You can also you can also see that the puppet is starting to degrade in Muppets Take Manhattan. Yes, Kermit is saving up for a new body. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. That is a very good point. That was no like those those. Those puppets look tired as shit. They did in in that uh in that movie. For That's real. still they my did. favorite Muppet movie. And that was my first one. Still my favorite to this day. All right. Well, well, fuck it. We're here. Okay. Uh, here's my question. Yeah. Is Joan uh are Joan Rivers and uh Piggy snorting coke in that scene, in the in the department store because they was tripping. Yes. All right? Yes. I'm sir. pretty sure. I I feel like they were at least supposed they were supposed to be some kind of reference to cocaine with they the whole... were i i think wow. it is more was more meant to be making fun of the ladies who do cocaine than it was to be implying any sort of like drug usage because i do think that while jim and and company would often parody like a, adult things adult situations they yeah. wouldn't necessarily they, they wouldn't be that blatant yeah yeah no, yeah of course no so I, I could totally see that more about parodying the women who get coked up and go to department stores and that is way. implying that they do coke if if the, i know that's a bit of an oblique difference but i do think it's kind of important to differentiate yeah i mean for yeah. anybody who's never seen that uh seen seen that scene um i'm sure you can find it but they're just like slamming uh, you know, powder makeup everywhere, makeup all everywhere, but especially on their faces. And I don't know. I was just like, man, this scene is weird. We get a lot of weird scenes in that. <laughs> a lot of weird fucking scenes. Oh man, like, I loved it the, when. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just gonna say the concept of Muppet Babies was born in that. The too. Muppet Babies was in that movie. I was just gonna say that I love Kermit trying to jog with uh, the waitress. That he bef mm -hmm. that befriended him in the restaurant, uh, <laughs> Piggy spying on him. <laughs> Piggy was like wow. everywhere, yo. Piggy oh. was wilding. Piggy was wilding. That that's the name of our autobiography. Piggy was wilding. 
I don't know if you guys have ever read Miss Piggy's Guide to Life, which you've told me like about 1992, it. but it was the most influential book in my upbringing. <laughs> and that says something because I read about a book a week. Um, talk that talk, cat. Book uh, reader here, nerds. What up, though? Yeah. Um, the, the more that I think about it, the more that I'm like, damn, Miss Piggy would make a spectacular wrestling heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's a talented martial artist. Like she is. She's the most talented martial artist in the whole Muppet realm because Easily. she beat the brakes off Constantine in that helicopter, <laughs> and he was feared. She's, like, she's definitely murdered somebody, right? Oh, like, oh, hell not yeah. on she knows where the bodies are 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 oh, yeah. and where she left them. Yes, honey. Oh, she has a oh, shit, Kermit. I didn't mean yeah. to kill him. Okay, have y'all seen um the Muppet Family Christmas? Yeah. Yes. It's like my favorite special of all time. I'm about to show it to my partner for the first time this year because he we just started watching Fraggle Rock together. Oh yeah. So now he like knows all the properties, so I think mm-hmm. it'll be cute. He's right. Um, yeah. Okay, Jack, this is a we should do this again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again Sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. You're really educating him, by the way. Yeah, we are uh, both ruining each other in such a way that hopefully, well, not hopefully, uh, probably very, will never be attractive to anyone else ever this again. This is a very each edifying other. relationship here that I'm, I'm seeing you guys are putting together. Very yeah, proud. and for some fucking reason, he still likes me. Like, I'm very hey. confused about this whole thing. It's because you got um, a great smile. <laughs> got a great That's it. smile. That's the only reason. Um, a great smile. Hey, guys, Lou Ferrigno. Uh... <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Lee Frigno. Um, you never know who's going to stop by the Rasselcast Power. You out. never know. Never. I know. mean, listen, if I can pull Adam Cole, baby, I will. Like, please, <laughs> please I'm, do. I'm, I'm going to invest in one of those dumb fucking microphones I can plug into my phone, I so I can actually know. get decent quality audio. I, I got one of those. I got, I got one right here. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, Sorry. I got it for okay. like twenty bucks from Best Buy. And the I'm thing so, is, I'm champ. so glad that you guys are, are cool and sophisticated podcasters, okay? That's but like, I'm not. Hide, like, weekly. Oh, I was on the phone. Yeah, you got Mark Rob. You don't got to worry about nothing. No, <laughs> I don't. But he's not going to be in this event. We still haven't met in real life. Oh, Lord. Does that even matter anymore? <laughs> what is real life, even? I So he at one point was like, I think I'm going to do a big crazy trip. And I was like, to come meet me, right? You are one of three people I talk to every day. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, COVID ruined yeah, our Boston man. trip. Me and Mark Rob were supposed to be there in the summer of uh, 2020. We were going to come I up know. There, you man. were supposed to be here over my birthday. Yeah. We Church. had it all lined up. Yeah. It's all our fault that COVID happened. Oh, Blame the bats on that one. Good Lord. Well, everybody, everybody get your yeah, booster Yeah, pull yourself shots. up by the bootstraps. Get get your booster shots so I can finally actually meet my goddamn podcast co-host. Look hey, at thanks. that. 
I oh, just, look at you! I just got popped today. Nice. L look, look at hyphen. So, cat, I got, I checked out a guy you recommended to us not that long ago. How in the hell did you discover Danhausen? Well, let me tell you. Um, so I went to a friend's AEW pay-per-view screening. And while we were at, it's, it's friend of Greg's, uh, shout out to JD, I'll have to send him this episode. And JD was like, yo, have you seen Danhausen? And we were like, Gesundheit, no. <laughs> um, Good answer. And he was like, holy shit, you guys need to, like, he's got a vlog, like check him out on social media. Like he's in Ring of Honor, which I know um, I don't really I don't, I'm not a big fan of them either because they're they're Sinclair Broadcasting. Um, but like, <laughs> you broke handsome Bane. I did. You broke him. Um, I'm, I'm I'm just here, man. Don't worry about me. To, to quote the immortal L. Woods, what? Like it's hard. Um, <laughs> Stunting on him tonight. Uh, but it. Um, and I was I'm like, exhausted guys, <laughs> I'm really fucking tired. Um, I feel you brother. That's why I couldn't move but, on Tuesday. Oof. Okay. So I, he's like, you gotta check him out. And I was like, fine. And so I watched a video right. of this and I was like, all right, like I get, I think I get the vibe. I don't think this is my vibe. I don't think I like it. <laughs> And then I was like, but I'll follow him on social because, like, he's hustling. Like, he's hustling his ass off, and I respect that. And then, like, mm -hmm. I, suddenly I was like, I watch all Dan Housen content from start to finish. Like, I, I have a T-shirt. He's my first wrestling T-shirt. Uh, I'm all in. Nice. And um, the thing for me that did it is that I think he does such a good job of blending horror and comedy tropes. Mm -hmm. um, but also Donovan, Donovan Danhausen. So not Danhausen, Donovan Danhausen. Right. Was on Conan O'Brien's podcast talking about Danhausen and how Danhausen is basically evil Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I love me some Conan. Um, it's it's the first episode of uh, Conan Needs Friends, if you're interested. Okay. Uh, it's like a 15-minute segment. It's really great. Um, and like hearing him talk about the philosophy and thought that goes into Danhausen, but also the fact that there's new Danhausen content every other day. He, yeah, he, he does work his butt off. I was just looking at his like, YouTube channel. But also, I don't know if you've, you've, I know I sent you the barroom fight, which he did lose. I just like, watched that. <laughs> I've never like, seen a wrestling fight in a bar <laughs> with no ring. Not only does like uh, the devil work hard, but Danhausen works harder, but like he's good. He doesn't win a lot because I think it's much funnier and works better for his character if mm -hmm. he loses. Yeah. But he's good. He, he I knows also stuff. He looked, he looked decent it, in there. I have it on good authority. He's also going on the Jericho cruise, which thumbs down on that, but hopefully that means we get him on that dynamite. That would be very cool. <laughs> because his contract with the Ring of Honor officially ends early next year. Yeah, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to admit that I am not hip uh, to Dan Housen, Ooh. so I'm going to check him out. 
you better. Yeah. Um, so Danhausen is um, an ancient evil. We don't know what specifically. Um, okay. And he he wants Ooh, humanity. Story. He wants humanity. Um, and so he is first started by being very evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people were like with it, but it was really hard to amass followers just being very evil. Yeah. Um, so he decided to be very nice, very evil, because that is a great way to get followers. And what Danhausen wants is the human eyeballs on their televisions or internet televisions. So then he can get their human monies. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, one of his finishing moves is pouring teeth into his opponent's mouths. Is that what he was doing? <laughs> yes, uh, because he will argue with the ref uh, that they are not foreign objects if he's returning them. So he's ripping their teeth out and then putting them back in no, their no, mouth? No, 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 no. They're just teeth in a jar. Just teeth in a jar. Okay. But he's returning them. They the, were their teeth the at one point. bartender like gave him something, and then there was two guys holding down... Uh, teeth, the, the... teeth, teeth, uh, teeth. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, but man. then uh, it's amazing also... the chance you can get to happen in pro wrestling. Well, like... so the thing that's the most interesting about Danhausen is in that fight in the bar, he gets on the bar and he yells music and he throws <laughs> money behind the bar, and they start playing a Tequila. song that you might recognize from from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Spot like E. It was it was spot on rendition of the whole tequila thing while wrestling this wow. at least a six what six five I guess like I dude think was tall. Boy smooth is six seven. Okay, yeah, he was definitely he was Scotty Pippen. Oh, tall. Jim Cornette shit his pants for real. <laughs> and Jim now Cornette shit himself for real. People will start singing the instrumentation of tequila during his matches ring of honor shows to the point where they've had to pipe in crowd noise he's over because they were worried about copyright he's over that's amazing danhausen is so far over and my favorite part is my friends who don't even like wrestling still watch his vlogs i was watching him open those ninja turtle toys i watched like maybe the first five minutes of that So there's one if you're if you're curious about Danhausen and not sure where to start. He has a lot of content. He has he has a great video called History with Danhausen. It's four minutes long. Mm-hmm. And he has X-Men figurines from the Hellfire Club. Ooh, and he claims that they are uh Thomas Edison and Benjamin Franklin. And he gives you a history of everything that they invented together as an inventor tag team. Very nice. None of it is correct, and all of it is funny. There's one moment where he explains that sunglasses were invented by Benjamin Franklin after Thomas Thomas Edison invented the light bulb because it was too bright and it burns the retinas. Uh, And it's like all like that for four minutes. And it's like a perfect encapsulation of like, does this land for you? If yes, proceed to everything else he's ever made. History All lessons right. with Dan Housen. <laughs> All right, I'm here for it. I, I got it. it I got it saved the late to watch later. So I will be checking that check at a out. later time, man. He he looks like a fun time though. Like that wrestling match I watched, it was only eight minutes long. Uh, that was incredible because literally it looked like it took place three o'clock on the afternoon during NFL Sunday. He, also, <laughs> he had a big match with Dalton <laughs> Castle, who I also like like quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at like the last Ring of Honor pay per view. Okay. Yeah, I need and to... he did lose, but the pop when he came out was bananas. B a n a n a s. Well, yes. I mean, in, in true fashion to um, you know fiction, uh, evil's supposed to lose. So I, I I think I already get that from the whole. Except I think I think Dalton Castle's low key a little evil right now too, isn't he? He's the one that has the uh, has the uh, I don't want to say the boys, but he has like the uh, he has he it's it's a uh, kind of a Freddie Mercury, Elton John pastiche. Yeah, like a I always felt like it was kind of like a Caligula thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. he's got yeah. the backup dancers. Gotcha. Got it. So you bought you even went so far to buy a Danhausen shirt. Actually, Greg bought me a Danhausen shirt. And this is your my, my my partner bought me a Danhausen shirt. Because uh, at the Labor Day sale, he grabbed a uh, uh, CM Punk shirt, um, not the Ringer tee, which I love the Ringer tee. That thing but is whatever. selling like hotcakes. You got well, the, yeah. the Ringer tee was limited edition for forty eight hours, and it was so popular mm-hmm. that it crashed all the sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was just like, "Fuck it, I'll wait until I have a sale." I'm just um, wearing an old one, so what? What can I? What can you do? And um, I, I really liked the Midsummer Danhausen shirt, and I was really frustrated that uh, both Pro Wrestling Tees and Shop AEW, which I think might actually be run by the same people, they but are, like Honor sure. Club and all that stuff, um, mm. they charge more for the women's t-shirts. But also the women's t-shirts are from a brand that are known to be like less quality than the men's t-shirts. Not a good look. So the fact that they're more expensive, but also like made of shittier material really pissed me off. Yeah. And I tried to order at Danhausen's birthday sale, but Danhausen's birthday sale was so popular that it also broke their site. Dang. So I got like 15 confirmation emails and then... I was told none of them went through. Wow. Come on. Um, and so my, I was, I was a little frustrated. Girls was, can't wear wrestling shirts. Well, that's the thing, right? Um, but I got um, the shirt that is a pastiche on Midsummer. Um, and so it is just Danhausen's um, haunting, hauntingly lovely. His, his very, very beautiful, very evil face uh, <laughs> in some beautiful flowers. It definitely popped from the, the picture you sent us. Um, it has definitely uh, been a thing that I have been stopped. Oh, well, first of all, um, my mother offered to fold some laundry while I was at work because Shout I out was to cat, the cat's mom. <laughs> Shout out to and, cat's parents, man. Just, just in uh, general, man. I, I know we put y'all through a lot, and hyphen podcast group appreciate y'all. Um. I, <laughs> I had my dark load of laundry and she turned the shirt inside out, like right side out. And I just heard, oh! That's hilarious. Should I grab the shirt? I have it. I know that it's, this is not a medium, but like, yeah, Eric, did you look at the shirt? Did you see the shirt? I saw it, but yes, I, I would not mind. Let's do it. All right, hang on. And, and while One she, sec. yeah, go ahead. And then let's get into Yeah. While, while she does that. Um, Handsome Bane, do you either want to, we're going to say this the gauntlet now, so I added a question today saying what either was your first wrestling shirt or your favorite 
wrestling shirt that you vote first or favorite first and favorite fuck it let's do it let's we got do it time what, yeah. are, what, what else are we doing we're talking about wrestling we're talking about wrestling and catching that let's, let's do it let's do it um okay I'll, I'll start it uh first wrestling t-shirt was um i remember wanting a brett shirt um but because I'm old, this was when you had to send away for things. Oh yeah, you know you 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 tear out the uh, the little envelope from WWF magazine and you check off what you wanted, and then mm-hmm. you send in a money order and <laughs> money all that order. back in my day. Um, and so uh, at that point, like things felt like super expensive. Yes, and I was also a child. Yes, um, and so I had given I got a money order for like six bucks and sent away and got the Bret Hart wristbands, the right. uh, purple, the, the pink wristbands with the triangle on them. Um, so I can only, so if my older brother didn't buy me one, then it had to be an Austin 316 shirt. Oh, it had okay. to be an Austin 316 shirt. Um, because I used before Austin 316 shirts came out and I know that, um, McMahon had been get was giving Austin like a hard time about it because back in those times, everybody had like, you know, if you had a shirt, it had to be, you know, face had to be like 90% of the shirt, mm-hmm. and, you know, it had to have words and shit all over it. And, uh, you know, um, they were just like, no, we're just gonna have a black shirt that says Austin 316 on it. And that's going to be it. And it was like, ah, that's not going to work. And it was like, no, just, just fucking it's Austin 316. And they did it, and the shit printed money, mm-hmm. and they got some of mine. And so, yeah, um, that was uh, so that. But my favorite, favorite wrestling shirt, um, I have so many right now. Um, <laughs> can I can I just send a while you're thinking, send a heartfelt plea out to Hangman Adam Page? Yeah, sure. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're back on AEW. I've missed you. It's nice to see you. And I'm really glad that you've diversified your your tights offerings. I loved your Dark Order kit. And I really liked the sunshine, like the, the sundown kind of pants you had. And when you came back, I thought you looked great. I'm really proud of you. Please make some fucking good looking t-shirts. Woof. Because I mean, one step several of time. your designs are cute. But none of them, and I do mean none of them, would remotely work on a person with a chest. Mm-hmm. We hadn't taken that into consideration. Thanks for the note. And um, a little, a little color besides shit brown wouldn't kill you. All right, the shirts to accommodate tits. Wow, what do you think? And, Never. Um, Never, the, never thought of, never thought about that. We'll, we'll, we'll get right on that. Um, I, I totally understand that playing with color is a little bit outside of your comfort zone, um, and I do actually have designs ready to go. So, now, if hang you on. wanna, hang on, don't, 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 don't put me out there. Now I like colors, but um, oh wait, <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> who's oh, here? Okay. Who's here? Hold I was, on. <laughs> I was gonna say. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 Adam Page's t-shirt guy. I'm not you're, he's I'm not business your undertaker. Bane. I'm I'm yeah. No he's no 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 no. Uh, no. Well, uh, you know, I also uh, I I used to work with Taker. 
Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he's one of the good ones. Um, you know, helped me pull pull myself up by the bootstraps. And uh, you know, um, also uh, guns and police. What else? Can, what else can I say there that's uh, controversial? But yeah, okay. Uh, I'll pass these ideas right along to Adam Page. Adam uh, Page's colored, T-shirt guy, ladies and gentlemen. Colored. You shirts never know who's gonna stop by the Rasslecast. Chicks with breasts. I Man. say this as a chick whose breasts are on the smaller side, but I was like, wow. that's gonna just look like it says shit. Like, it's not going to say cowboy shit. It's the way it's going to fold. It's just going to say shit. Now, you know, <laughs> I gotta, we got to get some, we got to get some models in here with knockers, you know, yeah, I think, you know, just do some, uh, some, do some research, you know, you, uh, this... also I'm from Chicago. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah that's how we talk. Uh, you know, I know that I color. put myself out there on, on the last episode I was on uh, to be Adam Page's stylist. And I feel like he's kind of found his voice in terms of what he wears now. Um, but if, if, if I can get on the Adam Page bandwagon in any way, if I can design T-shirts, if I can design a themed bar experience, if yeah, I can yeah, work yeah. on getting him a partnership with Jack Daniels or something, like, let me know how I can help you, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, yeah, I too uh, well, have you know, an anxiety you, disorder, um, so like I think I think we have a lot in common. Yeah, I got I take medicine for that. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> right here, you know. I uh, take some medicine, you know. I help me uh, sleep like a baby. I don't even wrinkle the sheets. I take some of this. I uh, I knock back uh, a little bit of this. To, uh, take a couple Xanax, you know. I'm out. I don't even wrinkle the sheets, you know. Uh, and uh yeah that's that's an idea there Co uh colored colored t-shirts for uh chicks uh for, for broads with tits uh all right we're gonna get that get that, that especially yeah. because like i feel like both adam page and jungle boy are ridiculously over with moms right now oh man oh wait also can i have a christian that's my page? target that's my personal target demographic Milfs. Uh, moms oh. Can I can I have a sidebar about a uh, lovable Dilf Christian Cage? Yes, please. Why not? Okay. And we will stop right there for now. Tune in next time for the rest of our conversation with Catchinetti. And if you thought this ride was good, wait until you hear the rest of the episode. Our secretaries will see you out. Thanks for listening, you sweaty marks. And until next time, thanks, y'all. You can find Behyphen at Behyphen on Twitter and The Behyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. The Rassel Cast Power Hour is a hyphen podcast group production. Smell you later, sweaty marks. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?